Michelle! I did a weird thing, then you did a weird thing. Weird in a way that was not my weird. We're supposed to exercise and eat healthy food and drink water. Leave me alone. I'm not going to bed at the same time every night. Is this show killing people? Bad, 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 bad. Something good has to be coming. I'm so proud of us. Well, if you have enough peanuts, it should just bring harmony, right? I have so many questions right off the bat. For those of you who are like, my God, Michelle, you're too much. Chill out. It's McDonald's fault. When will my friend die? When will my friend die? Hmm, this one's a challenge. Both of my eyes are twitching. Welcome to Angreement with me, Catherine. And me, Michelle. But this is not any podcast because... This is a very special episode of Angreement. It's so special. Um, We can do this. Are you ready? That was the sound of me and Catherine physically touching hands. I thought you were going to say fingering each other. (laughs) (laughs) Which is technically what we did. We touched fingers. Because you went physically. I'm sorry. My child is here. I'm sorry. Hi. I'm here. And that is part of what makes today so special. Not only what Michelle and I just did to each other. Did to each other. It just keeps getting worse. But also that our child is here to witness it. Maybe we should run that one again. No, I think that definitely needs to take. I'm also here. I'm here against my will. We we have two special guests. We are in person with each other. We're together. We are at a semi-professional recording studio, which happens to be in a bar in Durham. It's amazing. And yeah, so... Because it's a special podcast, we have guests, we're in person, we're not in our usual homes. We also are going to do things a little differently. Very differently. Normally, we are very much so planners. We come in with lots of research. We've thought about the things we're going to bring you because if this is the very first episode you have ever listened to of Angreement. Normally, we each come in with three things prepared to talk about. They are a weird thing, a pop culture thing. And a research thing. And the big finale of each episode is that we wrap them all together and give you what we call a fortune cookie yeah. to take away. Yeah, we make everything fit together. It's an aphorism. This fortnight, we are going to start with our fortune cookie. How? How could we start with the end? I don't know. No, Michelle planned this. Actually, it's all, I'll give you credit. What we are going to do is we are going to take a well-known saying or aphorism and mad lip it, and then randomize that by drawing nouns, adjectives, verbs out of bags, which we meticulously prepared last night. Because you can't take all the preparation out of our type A personalities. But we'll find most a way. of it, most of it. And then our special guest, say hello again. Uh, hello. I, I, I'm, I'm new. I haven't said hello yet. Hi. And? 
I'm Grant. Hi. <laughs> Ayla didn't say her name. That was Ayla. Yes. So they are here somewhat against, against their, their will. will. <laughs> they, they have varying levels of knowledge that they would be on a podcast today. And As enthusiasm in, once they found out. They yes. mean that they didn't tell me this until after I got on the plane. <laughs> they lied to me. They trapped her in a metal cylinder doors closed and said you're doing a podcast but i got her a very expensive beetlejuice hoodie so i feel like it is fair <laughs> yeah we've had a great day we saw beetlejuice we had coffee we did work together because we are preparers who when we hang out together say you want to sit at a coffee shop and do work and we're like, yes i absolutely. do absolutely we got very excited so i think we should just start things off yeah. by finding out what our fortune cookie is okay So, Ayla, you are a num- random number generator. Please pick a number between one and six. Uh, three. 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 Number three is blank before you blank. That's and a very simple one. Blank before you blank. So, can you please draw two verbs from the verb bag? Okay, let me. My bags are going to rattle around to show you we're really doing this. Oh, where are our verbs? Oh, no. <laughs> okay, we have our verbs. We didn't prepare quite enough. We need three verbs. I like the the crinkling noise is very foley-ish. No, it is. <laughs> we only need two yeah, there's actually no bags. I'm making all of this with my mouth because I'm such a skilled foley artist. Okay, we need two. I'll draw Blink. one. Do you want to draw one? Draw one. I'm drawing one. Alright. <laughs> so to fill in our blanks, it is Eat before you scare. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, All right. So now, this is the part that's less planned out. And by less planned out, not planned out at all. We didn't talk about this time. We're going to move backwards and not, we're not going to try to put them into categories of weird thing, pop culture, research, because we can't do research. We would never be such poor researchers that we would pretend no. that talking on the fly is research. It might <laughs> seem like our research is sometimes half-assed, but it it is whole butt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I don't drink very much, and I have a we're at a bar technically, and I have a cocktail, and this is fun. So, we're just gonna tell some stories. If you heard "eat before you scare," what comes to mind? You open up a fortune cookie, eat before you scare. Oh, that makes me think of. Like, don't don't try to, like, run at people with a knife if you aren't, like, well fed. Because, like, what if you're, like, so <laughs> hungry that you miss an axe and, like, you actually kill them? So, like... Oh, so you were just trying to scare, but now you're in way over your head because yeah, you were... Because you it beca- eat enough that day. <laughs> it becomes starve before you murder, and we don't want that. <laughs> eat before you scare, before you starve before you murder. What do you think, Grant? Um, I would say I think that that is, I mean, that's kind of, I guess that could be like logic for Halloween, as in eat the eat the candy before you go out later and try to scare people. But then you, okay, but then you don't have room for a candy. The candy's already been given. But So you go and get candy, and then and you then go you out it. again. And then you go out and again. And then, you, so your Halloweens involve trick-or-treating 
eating the candy and then going out a second time just for scaring people. You just, I, sure. you just go back out till they're out of candy so that there's they eventually have to get the trick because they just get all the treats and you're like, all right, eventually you're going to run out and the, the trick is coming. Yeah, it, it is. Speaking of, I was going to say that it, if it's trick or treat, shouldn't it be treat or trick because it's it's eat before you scare. Yeah, yep. not scare before Absolutely. you eat. Yeah. It's, well, and I mean, you're the or trick part is the threat, right? Like, so mm-hmm. I, do, I do think it makes more sense for it to be treat or trick. Eat before you scare. Which I think then makes me think about, and we may have talked about this at least briefly on this podcast before, but the tradition of St. Louis in St. Louis of having to tell a joke. I, I love that tradition. Some people at this table are not always a fan, and some people um, <laughs> had a strong reaction <laughs> to this tradition last but Halloween. But what was this reaction? I decided that this Halloween I was gonna say words and I said I said I, I said words and they were very loud and very aggressive and I was like yeah haha <laughs> okay so there was this situation I have this uh, Halloween joke that I have used um, like since I was like five knock knock who's there nobody Oh, I just felt very shut down, so I wouldn't continue the joke. Nobody who. And scene. <laughs> There's no one there. I don't know what you were expecting. <laughs> so, my friend, who I was trick-or-treating with, happened to also have a joke that she had been using since she was five, and it just so happened to be the same one. Um. So, yeah. I felt very awkward, and I was like, well, I can't tell my joke now, because that, that means it's just weird. It's just weird. So, this um, this person asked me, like, I, I, was, I wasn't even trick-or-treating at this point. I was just like, yeah, I'm done. I, I just hid away in my, in my sloth onesie. And you were a sloth that Halloween? I was nice. a sloth that Halloween. And somebody um, asked my friend, uh, just like, do, do you have a joke? Can you get candy? And I was like, no. I'm I'm done. And I just walk up. I'm like, why do they need a joke? Why? I just want to know. Do you know where that tradition started? For, why is it just St. Louis? I don't know. And some people are jerks about it. Because, like, there are quite a few kids. <laughs> they are. <laughs> who, who struggle with talking to strangers in that way. Like me. And, um, and for whom, like, doing it over and over again at multiple houses is just a lot of, like... You know, like I got anxiety yeah. sometimes just trick or treating without saying script, anything. Right? Yeah, you yeah. weren't like having to entertain or like make yeah. sure that you got a right response. But the one that the the incident that you still have until are you are we hiding the incident? You, you keep cutting me off. Okay, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> um, this is our partner. <laughs> you you keep talking. You keep talking. Also, you can't force me to come here and then be like, ah, it's, it's our podcast. It's not yours anymore. Okay. Oh, oh, <laughs> you two plan this. Tell us about the incident. So, um, uh, they're just like, well, it's just how it works. It's tradition. You have to give a joke if you want candy. And I say, but physically, what is stopping you? I take the bucket and I just grab a handful. And I just, <gasps> I just snatch it and I run away with it. And I, I just felt like so cheap. I didn't, I didn't even like it. It was all chocolate and I don't like chocolate. I didn't even want the candy. I just did it for spite. So, I love that. I love that. So instead of a joke, instead of 
That's the joke. We're being a joke. That's the joke. Ha ha, trick's on you. She That's a trick. It's like long <laughs> philosophical speech about expectations <laughs> and how you shouldn't hold people to them. And that if you're just going to get, like, if you're out here to give candy, you should just give candy out of this is the wrong spirit of the thing. And then grabbed two handfuls of chocolate bars and ran away. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That, to me, that only. Heard that drives the point home. How else would you would just walk away without candy? That doesn't teach them anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they so, need to learn. And I was I was dealing with my younger child um, who was having separate Halloween. It wasn't an issue. He Halloween just, seems like a great fun holiday for your family. <laughs> he he's just very slow. Yeah. like he just he just wants to look at every decoration and um, wait his turn. And, to, and he thinks his turn is like, he's very Midwestern, and like I'll just let everybody oh, go in front of me, cool. and I'm like, you know, we have to like eventually get to the door so that we can keep going. Um, and so I was I was lagging behind, but we were trick or treating in a large group, and my friend who witnessed this event comes to me trying to stifle laughter, and she's like, <laughs> I think, as the adult, I'm supposed to tell you that your child just yelled at an old woman and grabbed two <laughs> hands full of candy. <laughs> But as a human being. But I really agreed with her, <laughs> so maybe don't be too hard on her about it. <laughs> and I'm sure you were not, right? That's amazing. I love also, that. Also, by the time she cut in, she was also like, why are you not giving uh, kids candy on Halloween? That's like, you're being kind of a jerk. And um, this this person just says, no, no, I wasn't. That didn't happen. Like, you she was there. She she saw. You're just lying to her face now. What do you mean that didn't happen? People can be so petty. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, the moral of this story is we bring the drama on no, Halloween. No, the moral the... of this story is eat before you scare. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Just saying. Just saying. Like like if if she had just like a couple more candy bars, I'm sure that this whole situation could have been avoided. What what's your favorite Halloween candy if not chocolate? I really like Airheads. Oh, mm. hmm. how and, dare yeah, you! Yeah, and Swedish Fish. You like Swedish okay, Fish? Okay, those, right? those are all right. No, who I Swedish Fish Fish are never like the favorite. Okay, ever. I like Swedish Fish, but are they your favorite? Um, what would be my favorite? See, not Swedish. No, fish. my my favorite's probably like, I mean. Something, something chocolate. Yeah, I like, I like small, like she little like, candy yeah. bars. She like obsesses over Snickers and just takes them all. Fun size Snickers taste better. Yeah, they do. They absolutely do, right? Yeah, I think yeah. it's the, it's a better ratio. Mm-hmm. I don't know what piece is different, but it is a better ratio. There Whenever was... I eat Snickers, I have the same reaction. Like, why did they coat this in chocolate? It would have been so much better without it. So you have no. to have. How the would chocolate? you even yeah. eat it without it, the chocolate? It would yeah. have no. They can container. find a way. <laughs> They can find a way. They did, we, they did make like the drinkable water with like the, where it's just like a drinkable <laughs> water. No, no, no. Water. Like, the, like the like the little non potable water, the candy. bubble that you can slurp and it has oh, water in it. The, you know what I'm talking about? Like the clear. Like, yeah, and yes. so so you like bite a hole in it and then slurp the water out and then slurp up the whole jelly thing. So like there's no. So you want to wrap a Snickers? I in have that. no <laughs> idea what that is. What are you talking about? You haven't seen this? It's no. like it's like so that there so that you can carry water around but there's no container. It's like a, a little jelly ball. But I've always been like, what? what do you put the jelly ball in? Because why couldn't you have just put water in that? Like you're not just gonna have this like jelly ball rolling around in your bag. Yeah. 
I just am thinking right now of like because I have I still have no idea what this is, but I, I think it's probably also linked to candy. Is I'm thinking of like the little wax like oh like soda soda you can bite the top off of yeah. yeah those are excellent. With the candy things, I was just earlier I was thinking of like the last time because I I. I took Catherine's advice at one point in time and got, like, students for Halloween. I bought, like, the bag of candies. But, like, nobody took them. <gasps> what? And, like, I had very few students that actually took any of the candy, so I just had this big bag of, like, mini candy bars in my office for a while. That is so interesting. And it was just it's awful sad. because I ate most of them. I ate, like, all of the rest of them, and it was, like, way too much. And I'm like... so. Nope. <laughs> I'm trying to like analyze what that means about your class. That like, do you think are they intimidated by you? Do you feel? Like I mean, I'm sure some of them probably are, but I don't know. Like that one specifically, I'm like, I don't, do you I don't think so? I think a lot you, of them were very healthy. When you're in person, are <laughs> you pro candy? <laughs> pro candy for students? Yeah, yeah. When I taught in person, I would bring in treats, and I, they were always very excited and took the candy. Yeah. I've never seen students That's not, and that was it. even when I was teaching like, like not just traditionally college age students like when i was teaching at a community college and the average age was 50 people were still very excited people about candy day like candy i would do it for any holiday i do necco wafer boxes of conversation hearts for valentines halloween candy when i went to australia and i taught in australia no one did that because they don't even they have halloween but it's considered very american and they don't like america well not that they don't like americans but they don't like americans and <laughs> Um, so they don't really celebrate Halloween. So I'm bringing in all this candy, full-size candy bars, because I can't find Halloween candy. And the students were just like, we get this? And they, they took it happily. The only thing I noticed is once they stopped taking it, and I asked them why, I guess I'm aggressive about candy. I was like, why is no one taking this? And a lot of them were vegan. But then I bring in, I think Swedish fish are vegan. And so I have a vegan candy bowl and then a vegan candy bowl for students. I'm just sad your students are intimidated by you. Yeah, and don't get candy. Some of them took it, but it was. I was like, wow. They probably I thought it was some kind of test. They were like, this is, maybe. we're being evaluated in some way. I, I mean, it's also like several of the students in that class continue to take another class with me. So I have, I. Are those the ones that took the candy? Uh, you could do that every semester, the candy test. Do you, do you know why they didn't take the candy? It's because he's scared before he let them eat. <gasps> there we go. If yeah. only you would eat before eat you're before scared. You're scared. <laughs> yeah. Eat before you're scared. Eat before you're scared. Yeah. We get way off topic, but eventually we circle back. I mean, that's the whole that's point. what this is. Do we feel good about that one? Do we want another <laughs> one? I mean, my only thought about that is, like, ghosts need energy, but they don't eat food. What do ghosts eat? Toothpaste. That was a very, very quick authoritative. Answer. I made a conspiracy theory. When I was, <laughs> I, made I made a conspiracy theory. They have to come from somewhere. <laughs> when I was like eight, the ghosts ate toothpaste, and that's why you were always so low on toothpaste when you never felt like you used that much. Would it be a conspiracy yeah. of ghosts though? It's like they're out there to try to like the... get your toothpaste. No, no, they're in on it with the tooth fairy. No, they're like, how do we get? You know, more, once more people teeth to fall once out. they hit adulthood, we don't get their teeth, and those are bigger teeth. We need those teeth, and so the ghosts steal the toothpaste, so the tooth fairy can take adult teeth. teeth. 
guys, the tooth fairy isn't real. The tooth fairy. <laughs> guys, guys, the tooth fairy is just a dentist just trying to get you to, like... <laughs> They're just stealing your teeth. Wait, the tooth fairy so you have to get is real- a dentist? <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, the tooth yeah. fairy is real. They're just a dentist. So wait, no, wait, would you say like no, that? No, it's not the a fairy. Dentist, it's not a fairy. The it's dentist, just a dentist. Like, dentists really just want your teeth. Yeah, they and just want what? your teeth. Why is it that the dentists don't pay you? Right? I. That's surgery? what I'm saying. Dental care is a scam. <laughs> don't brush your teeth. Don't go to the dentist. Never floss. Never. Never. Yeah, yeah. Done. Right, there you have right. it. <laughs> Even before you scare. <laughs> okay, random number generator. Um, Seven. We only have one through six. Six. Okay. I don't All know right. if you had six. I'm the, okay. Okay. I just need to say something. So, the the Wi-Fi <laughs> the Wi-Fi is trash here, so we couldn't get a random number generator. So the, I it was assigned to me to be the random Sorry, number I generator. I just got very excited about yelling out a number. It is my job. Yell at another. You have a headset. It's <laughs> do your job. Do your job. Random number generator. Random number generator. Generate a number. Four. Oh, it would have been much funnier if you had just said six. <laughs> no, because I'm special. All right. This one is better to have blanked and blinked than to never have blinked at all. So we need three verbs. Just verbs. Are these a verb? That is a verb. Thanks. Verb one. Verb two. ASMR. I don't, I don't think I'll tell you ASMR works. <laughs> How <laughs> does it work? Sometimes that does it. Yeah, Can it have the magic touch? All right. Better to have. Oh, I grabbed two. Deployed. And erased. Then to never have fallen. It just says falls. So, so it would be fallen. Yeah, fallen. Look, irregular verb conjugation. Homeschool win. <laughs> <laughs> so better to have deployed. deployed. And erased. Than to never have fallen at all. Jesus Christ, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, deployed can just mean, like, to use something, right? Yeah. So better to have done it and forgotten about it than to never have... <gasps> we were just talking about D.B. Cooper. This, yeah. this is the story <laughs> of D.B. Cooper. <laughs> can I tell the story for Wait, you? Wait, so what was the last one? Better to have deployed and erased than never, never have fallen, fallen at all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So to all anyone, right, all right, absolutely, take to, it away. To anyone who hasn't heard the story, the reason that planes are like so expensive and have so many security is because checks is because of this guy. Anyway, this guy called uh, Cooper. He like he got he got a plane ticket for twenty dollars. She was very hung up on that part of the it, book. Twenty dollars. I mean, if you take inflation into account, that probably would still be like. I'm going to do the math on that while you talk. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So anyway, um, he, he like goes onto the plane and it wasn't a full flight. Uh, so there were still seats open and he slips a note to the flight attendant and the flight attendant thinks that it's just like, 
um, a little love letter because she gets those a lot. She's 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 the pretty she's the pretty flight attendant that always gets the love notes. And Just side note, I think you're getting an embellished version of this story for for effect, <laughs> based on a based on a book Ayla read. <laughs> I'm skipping the boring parts and getting to the good stuff and making more of the good stuff. So no, that's what the book says. They said the stewardess was really attractive and used to being hit on. Okay. That's what the book says. I mean, to be fair, in the days of early commercial flight, they, they like, made them, yeah. right? You had to be attractive. You had to wait even through to the 90s. You had and to, early like, meet to certain size requirements yeah. and, and agree to wear particular kinds of makeup and hairstyles. So, okay. I'll allow it. So. <laughs> oh, face. Keep going. <laughs> so. She, like, opens the note, and it says, Miss, I have a bomb. Please sit next to me. And she's just like, oh, dear God. But, like, he has a bomb, so you got to sit next to him. And he, he like, shows her the bomb. He's like, look, it's a bomb. It's very real. Um, <laughs> here's what I want. It was, like, $200,000 in a knapsack. Um, he wanted two parachutes. And he wanted it to be ready by the time they landed. And he wanted them to circle back um, after they landed. They wanted He wanted all the passengers to get off and then circle back. Uh, so what happened is they gave him $200,000. Because he has a bomb. Like, what are you going to do? So they send, like, stuff. Uh, they, they send, the pilots uh, send, the, send the message to the government or whatever. And don't tell the passengers because the passengers are going to, like, freak out. Um... And so they get two hundred thousand dollars, but it's fake money. So when like, I mean, it's not fake; it's they, real money, but it's marked money. But I is let, money ever real? Okay, 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 okay money, sir. Okay. Money <laughs> ever? If this, if this is like as fake as money can get without being prop. So, um, yeah, I mean, what? Yeah, okay. So, um. That, so what happens when, like, somebody gets kidnapped is that the government sends, like, the amount of money that they um, ask for in cash so it looks like it's collected hastily. And they mark it so that if anyone tries to spend the money, they can identify who it is and where they are. And um, so, like, they give that to $200,000 to him in a backpack, and he asks for a knapsack. And I just found – I would have found it really funny if he was just like, like, no. Boom! Boom! <laughs> Not what you I had wanted. Simple instruction. This wasn't even about the money. <laughs> this is I need a knapsack. <laughs> so he like he like takes it and um he jumps out of the plane through like a storage shed in the back that is used to like stock it up. He opens it and he jumps out uh, with the money and an extra parachute, right? And with an extra parachute, and they never found his body. They mm-hmm. never found him. The money was never spent. Because they marked it. And what's crazy is that 10 years later, they found, like, $20,000. I think it was, like, five. But, yes, some amount of money that was not the full amount of money. They said $20,000. Or $2,000. It was $2,000. They said that specifically. And um, this kid found it, actually. Like, super far away from where he would have landed. And it's, like, the same money. And it was buried in the sand and kind of rotten and had obviously just been out there that whole time. So Um. they're like, what happened? Because they never found a body. The money was never spent. So what happened to D.D. Cooper? And it's just, like, so weird. Next on Unsolved Mysteries. (laughs) 
Do you know that $200,000 around that time, I put 1965, is about $1.9 million. Wow. Right? Am I yep. reading my numbers yep. right? Yep, yep. And $20 for a plane ticket is about 200 it would be, it would be cheap. an inexpensive yeah. flight, but not yeah. a like unheard of price. Yeah. It was also like a really short flight. That's why there. That's why it wasn't full because it was like it wasn't really far. So, so what we have learned is that because of DB Cooper, he is the reason that we have to go through metal detectors, yeah. um, which is probably a good thing to yeah. go through a metal detector before you get on a plane. Um, but before that, you could just walk right on carrying whatever you wanted, and they now have a latch on the staircase that's on the back that he used to jump out of that is named after him um, and so like which which is a callback to the, man, the Manson yeah. the Mansfield yeah. bar yeah so I think we could all say that it's better to have deployed in a race than never fallen at all <laughs> yeah. yep. wow that was, that was not what I would expect <laughs> from that at all it's like from one of these things to have some uh, discussion of D.B. Cooper. Yeah, yeah. I just, I said this before when we were talking about it before, but I just, it's not cute, it's not quaint. I don't know what it is, but that no one, we didn't have those safeguards. You could walk right onto a plane, and humanity is just in good faith until someone brings a bomb on a plane. Yeah, so we were talking about how, like, you want to think that there's all these, like, barriers or walls to behavior, but it's, they're all just lines that just until line somebody walks over them, we're like, oh, wait, we got to do something about that. Because you had said, Ayla, that there was an immediate copycat. Yeah, yeah. So, um, like, ev- everybody, like, thought, because, like, uh, for a while they actually thought that this um, was D.B. Cooper. Again. Um, but it wasn't. So there was this guy um, who did, like, the same thing. He did, like, the same exact thing. He took money. He, he brought a bomb onto the plane. He took money, and he tried to jump off of it. But he got caught, and he got taken to jail. And, oh, and then part. what did he and do? Then what? And then he, what? <laughs> he drove a bulldozer through the wall of the prison. But the best part is, is that he died driving a bulldozer through the wall of the prison to get him out. Which it's I better think, again, to have deployed and fall- erased yeah. than never fallen it <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> How did he get a bulldozer right. in prison? Get a bulldozer. I don't it, know. It, the book didn't give us those details. This, this they wasn't don't like the main story. It, this is part of a series, so maybe they talk about no, it it's later. No, it's a totally new... Uh, next is about the escape from Alcatraz is the next one in the series. What, what, yeah, what but is they this might series? Make more. It's, a, it's a series of graphic novels that are based off of unsolved crimes. So Okay, yeah. unsolved mysteries yeah. for kids yep. sort of things like that. Which is I still need to tell you about the Russian story tonight. Oh, yeah. Do, yeah. They, do they have, like, for the D.B. Cooper one, do they have, like, sort of the graphic novel thing of the famous, like, police sketch of him? Yes, yes. <laughs> it, it, they're very well done. They're a very well done series. So um, awesome. we're going to do the whole, there's three of them so far. We're going to do all three of them. And then I'm going to make a virtual escape room themed around them for the kids. <gasps> I love that. They're going to have to escape in the manner of... <laughs> I, I think I'm going to add elements. I think I'm going to have them like trying to catch them. Oh, so okay, like the, okay. they lose if they don't catch the criminal. You want them to be one of the I criminals. Want you, are, you embody I each Alice. criminal. I miss Alice. <laughs> so you are D.B. Cooper. She, she has... and, then, and then you have to find, to escape the plane, you have to find two... <laughs> Knapsack. A knapsack, two parachutes. You have to <laughs> deploy in a race before you fall. Before you fall. So, um, she she's made these before for other classes. I mean, I guess it's the same class, but for different books. And for one of them, she was like an Alexa, but it was called Alice, and she was not helpful. 
at all. At all. And, like, she definitely had the knowledge to know where everything is, but she wouldn't tell us. <laughs> so, by the end of it, we were just like, hey, hey, Alice, like, uh, where's your off switch? <laughs> where's your motherboard? <laughs> How do we kill you? Did Alice have to respond to everything on the fly <laughs> yeah. with, I can't? I'm sorry, that information is not available right now. I remember uh, you that said, and like I my quote, relationship and I quote, Alice will protect her motherboard. <laughs> <laughs> with force, if necessary. Bum, bum, bum. I think that one was so cut and dry, and cause straight line A to B. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do another yeah. one. All right. This is like a fortune cookie bonanza. All right, random number generator. Um, you can pick one, two, five, or six. One, two, five, or six? Yes. Uh, five. What doesn't blank you makes you blanker. We get one verb and one adjective. I think I have the adjective. One here. Okay. <laughs> can I draw a different one? <laughs> No, that goes against. That goes against everything. Oh, yeah. We don't want to be like the zombie round. Just just cut it out. It's fine. Just just cut it out. Just cut it out. No one has to know. Previously on Angry Men. I was rooting for, of the ones I had read, I was rooting for Sea of Tranquility, which made it to the final, like, last two, and then got knocked out by a zombie round that it had it had already beat. Yeah. Way back in round one. And I it really upset me. I didn't know I was a bracket purist. Okay. What doesn't pirate you? Makes you sparklier. <laughs> this what? is a clear binary. Okay. The clear, the ever-present, almost as much as like the gender binary, which we need to erase. What doesn't pirate you makes you sparkly? The pirate sparkle binary. I... I, I have something I need to say. Does it come from our flag mean de- means death? Because this feels like an our flag means death yeah. reference. No, okay. no, because okay. I don't want to do that right away. Um, but building. basically, you don't need to rob people to have the money. <laughs> you can be shiny without taking the shiny. How? How? I have to work you, for you, it? You, you legitimate work. hard work. The fortune boo. cookie said so. Boo. I don't know. Boo. I don't know. The fortune boo. cookie. Boo. I don't know. Be born into it? So what What doesn't What doesn't copy? Steal Grant, you Grant, copy? Grant, who, Grant, who, um, my, this is, this is not interesting. I was about to say, this is interesting. It's absolutely not interesting. <laughs> but, um, my very first boyfriend ever, who was like fairly long term as far as that goes from high school to college and then grant are probably like two of my more serious and successful relationships and what they had in common was that they both would pirate things for me i don't do that ever i so i never i am somebody back, who obeys the law picture it it's, back in that time period of lawlessness it's 2001 you're in high school you just want the newest strokes album and your boyfriend your new boyfriend can get it for you and it's all in his handwriting i still have some of those cds but grant is an expert pirater and you know you are i am not to the point where he will um sometimes when we go to visit my parents my mom knows that and she'll be like there's this show i really want to watch i so don't know what you're maybe, talking about maybe when grant these comes. are all lies <laughs> i'm She's sorry talking about i'm sorry allegedly this happens <laughs> so 
She's like, oh, yeah, my, my husband. Yeah, he's so great. He's, like, almost as good as my first boyfriend. <laughs> he's better at pirating. I mean, technology is better overall. <laughs> and but... he's better at doing illegal things for me. <laughs> yes. But I just, all that to say, all that non-interesting things to say that I'm not surprised that your mind went to, pirating is in. Yeah. Pirating data and... Oh, I also am the person that wrote that verb, so. Oh. <laughs> I'm the person that wrote the adjective. So, okay, you two. So yeah. you have a plan and you weigh in. I'm mm-hmm. going to sit back and drink my cocktail. I, I think it's actually the only adjective, so I'm, I think that's like the special one because we only need one. Yeah, one. we did only need one adjective. And I wrote yeah. it. Yeah. I, I mean, other people wrote it. Oh, that was stuff just too, the, the, like, only, the only adjective only on adjective. the page. There's a lot yep. more adjectives in there, so. But yeah, I guess it, it would be like I was like, yeah, what doesn't uh, what doesn't steal you through being copied makes you sparklier? I have no idea what that would possibly mean. Ella, take it away. Uh, <laughs> there you go. You were gonna did, build up to our flag yeah, Moon's death. Well, the so thing. I don't want to split. Do not. They have not seen. Neither of you have seen our flag no. Moon's death. Right? It is Ella's favorite television show. For about three weeks after we finished it, she refused to watch any TV with me and would just kind of throw herself back as if she were falling on, like, a fainting couch and go, nothing will ever be as good as our flag means death. I don't want to interrupt, but I'm going... I do, because I am. (laughs) (laughs) I just am curious if anyone in this room... Ayla, clearly you are our flag means death. Do you have any media, you or like a book or a show or a play that like you felt like that? You're like, I need to step away from this for a while because because nothing's ever gonna live up to this. Yeah, I remember. It's not quite the same. I re- the the media that I remember being most affected by ever was when the ori- original Green Mile series came out. It came out in the little mini. Yes, books. and I was maybe in like I don't know. I was maybe in like sixth or seventh grade and I got to the one which I am about to spoil the green mile um where at the end of one of the little mini books where they stomp on Mr. Jingles and I and I wasn't I couldn't get the next book for like three days because I couldn't get to the library because I lived way out in the country and nobody was going to town for like three days and so for three days I thought Mr. Jingles was dead and like my mom would be like, Michelle, what's wrong with you? And I would just burst in, Mr. Mr. Jingles! And by, by this point, my mom was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something that's going to make you very upset, which is I we were obsessed with those together. And because my mom was the town librarian, I forced her to let me read them before she entered them into the system. So, <laughs> so you never had to wait. But do you remember sitting in the theater and just together sobbing yes. and sobbing yes. and sobbing through that movie when it came out? I'm sure the adults around us, because it was probably like a rated R movie, and here we were. Oh, did, yeah. That makes me think of the St. Charles 18 Cine. Do you remember that story? Which one is that? That is a story where your mom, I can't remember what is that movie the we Blair were Witch. The Blair, the Blair Witch. Blair Witch. Yes. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so your my mom, mom got pissed. Oh, your mom was so mad. <laughs> it was great. So she tried to she tried to drop us off to go see the Blair Witch and they wouldn't let us How and old were we? I mean, we were not we were maybe I mean what I'm gonna look up what year it came out and you continue. Okay. Would, I I I'm a little older than you and I saw that in high school. You're yeah, you're quite a so bit older probably, than Michelle. It probably would have been like nineteen ninety eight. 
1999. 1999? 13, 14, 15. I went to the Family Values Tour in 1999. I could watch the Blair Witch. All right. And yeah, so we were... Wait, was that even rated? It was rated R? I don't know. I was... So I was... But... That's you were 15. Yeah. I was 15. I was 15, so you were like 14, 14. probably. Yeah. And if that, right, it came, who knows? Yeah, it would be we're 14. between 13 and 15. But my mother and my parents both are very good about like if it's media, if it's culture, we're going to let you take it in. So she, but so she knew what movie we were yeah, seeing. And she, she tried knew. to drop us off and they wouldn't she let us the in. She bought the tickets. So, so the first time, she just tried to drop us oh, off yeah. and they wouldn't let us in. So we went back to her and we're like they won't let us in. She's like, "Okay, I'll go buy the tickets. And they get, they did this big thing. And they're like, you cannot send them in by the, because she tried to buy two tickets. And they cannot go in by themselves. She was like, okay, if I buy three tickets and go in with them, can they watch it? And they were like, yes. So she buys three tickets, comes in with us, sits until after the opening credits roll. And then she's like, I'll see you all when the movie's over, gets up and leaves. They watch her leave, wait until she's out of the building so that we can't get to her and then come and kick us out. They kicked us out. I just I look is like And I, then I sorry to interrupt. But then she did bless her bless bless that bless her heart like a southern thing, but yay mom. Um she then drove us to a different theater in a smaller town that did not give an F. We did not have to show our tickets. We could have walked right in and she uh said I think she's like I'm going to sit in the car for like half an hour and then I'm going to leave. So we did get to see it that yes. day. Yes, we, <laughs> we were did. Very excited. I think the thing that I'm I'm still like I like my memory of that was it was kind of a lame movie. <laughs> it was so good and so scary. That see that like three to four year age difference yeah, makes maybe. a difference. I think. Um, and then I looked up. It was like yeah, it was rated R, and it basically was rated R for language. Oh, yeah. Wow. Again, I went to the Family Values tour yeah. in 1999, yeah. so language was not going to affect me. It, it was. I kind of was like, oh, it has like intense scary scenes and it, but it was like because that was the thing i was like I, I remember that being the like the violence was pretty off screen right? yeah it was there was no hardly any violence. no i don't think there was yeah. and i think that it's like it was ultimately yeah I mean, rated the, r the biggest language. risk was that you would vomit from the camera going yeah. up and down yeah. up and down like that was i re- <laughs> i remember so like i saw that and it was like i remember leaving it, it was like the very like that very end i was like that's decently scary and then it was like left and was like, I didn't think that was scary at all. Yeah, I mean, it scared a... me. The ending scared. The ending is the good. The ending was, ending and it was decently so scary, much. but I was like, I, I definitely, I didn't. But I think there's a huge difference between what you find scary at 14 and yeah. what you find yeah. scary at 16. I mean, it's oh, only absolutely. you know, like, yeah. And you were probably. I would have been at least. If I was I 15, you would have been 18. Yeah. That's yeah. a huge difference. Yeah. You're yeah. a creep dating 15 year olds at 18 in the future. <laughs> In, in, the the future. Future. in the future. <laughs> <laughs> so all of that to say, because our remind me of the exact wording. It what is, doesn't pirate you makes you sparklier. So I was gonna say you two have not seen our flag means death means death, so do not spoil it. But um, so much of that is a true story that it is really. It is, I went and read about the true story behind it, and I was like, okay, yes. Yeah, so um, the what is Steed Steed Bonnet? The gentleman pirate really did just give up a life of being a wealthy landowner to go be a pirate. Like, really did have this, like, midlife crisis to go, <laughs> to go. I'm going to buy a pirate ship and a crew. He had, like, a wife and, like, two two children. And, and just, he was just like, nope, I'm going to be a pirate. Peace. 
can't then, do this anymore. And then Blackbeard is a real person. Yeah. And so I knew that much, but I was like, okay, so they just took this loose, you know, knowing about these two characters um, and then, like, made a love story about them. But, no, they really did meet in real life. Um, and Blackbeard really did hold Steed Bonnet on his ship as a guest. Oh. But, like, mm. but he was kind of being held hostage, but, like, with some hospitality and so, I mean, there there's way more true to the story behind Our Flag Means Death than I would have ever thought. It's on HBO Max if you want to watch it. No, it's, it's no, not it's on, on HBO Max. Max. It's on Max. Previously uh, on Angry Men. <laughs> to just Max, and they took HBO out of it, so it's just Max. And it's not Max all capital. It's like capital M-A-X, like a name. So just Max. So... What doesn't pirate you makes you sparklier. What do we want to say like that means to us? It means your mom letting you see a movie, although she has to drive you to many theaters. I mean, it means comparing your husband to your first boyfriend. So in some ways, <laughs> this is about breaking some rules that are, I mean, I don't know. Because it's what doesn't, because this is obviously a play on what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. So if the pirate is killing you. And the stronger is sparklier. And that is stronger and sparklier fit, right? Yeah. You're sparklier, yeah. you're better, you're shinier, you're more yourself. You're, you're enjoying yourself more, yeah. you're having a good time. But what is the pirate aspect of that? I mean, I think it's like, at least piracy, the way that it's understood today, and the way that it's portrayed in Our Flag Means Death, by, and so, some of the cases, there are some very violent pirate acts in Our Flag Means Death, oh, but yeah. there's also like... Steed Bonnet robbing a ship and just taking a plant from a potted plant from them. And that's the only thing that you take. So, like, I think maybe we could take it as, like, you know, breaking the rules, but in a way that doesn't really harm other people. Like, so you should break the rules. It did did indeed help him. I won't say anything, but it did indeed make him make him shinier later in the season. It did help quite a bit. But that goes with everything. If we were like tying this up, like my mom. Even though they said, here's the rules, and my mom's going around the rules in interesting ways, and piracy, alleged alleged downloading of things in an illegal way to make me fall in love with you. Um, basically, <laughs> what we're saying is you need to break the rules enough to be shiny, but not a pirate. Break the rules to the level of sparkle but not piracy (laughs) uh break the rules um enough so that you uh don't get arrested but you can still bribe your girlfriend yeah done dusted next moving on next okay random number generator how much time do we have left we might get through all of these let's do all of them oh we are we're flying pew pew all right random number generator one two or six six maybe very dizzy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this one, this one's long. This one, we have quite a few blanks. Life is like a blank of blanks. You never blank what you're going to blank. Oh, I'm excited. So Oops. we need noun, noun, verb, verb. Okay, so those are the two verbs. You do a ver- that side does verbs. This side will do nouns. Whoever had a purple pen, I like you. Oh, it's, I think, time. Ah, <laughs> Michelle waving her purple <laughs> pen around. I Let's finger each other that. some more. <laughs> Michelle, Michelle drew her hand back when I phrased it that way. <laughs> <laughs> How do you pronounce this? It's 
Here. <laughs> <laughs> Life is like a... But, uh, tongue. <laughs> Life is like a tongue. Life is like a tongue of... How about let's do it the other way? Life is like a carport of tongues. Of Life tongues. is like a carport of tongues. You never bury what you're going to chase. <laughs> <laughs> Life is like a carport of tongues. You never bury what you're going to chase. What's a carport? What is a carport? A carport is a roof that is meant to house a car. So it's like a garage, it's like a garage without, without walls. walls. Oh my god, we just wrote a whole chapter of an academic book where you explain that, yeah. and I just read it yesterday. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was kind it's of the garage and popularized by Frank Lloyd Wright. The garage was, and then the carport is the garage Both of them were, yeah. without walls for people who didn't have as much money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But and they still make a lot of carports that look like garages, so that you can look like you've got the fancy facade of the, of your neighbors from the alleyway. But there's no walls on the other side. It's all so it's like the Wizard of Oz. Pull back the curtain. Nothing there. Nothing. Okay. Okay. So a carport of tongues. Let's, I think we need to work out what a carport of tongues is. Okay. So first. it could mean access to a lot of languages. Wow, that's so much better than a <laughs> finger girl over here. I was, just like, I was just like a bill, a carport. I was thinking like I I was thinking more more um, along the lines of my mom, which is like just people talking, like the gossip, what the people say, like, oh, like, like wagging tongue tongues. wagging. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, that would like a carport of tongues because oh, that's such a good <laughs> it's phrase. Your mouth. No, 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 it's because it is because tongue wagging, but a carport of tongues implies you're doing that, but everyone can see you. And you think you you think they can't. You've got some privacy, but really everyone knows what. Yeah. Yeah. Carport (laughs) of tongues. Hashtag carport of tongues. Make it happen. I like it. So. So, So, okay, everyone. Now we have to vote and we might be evenly matched. Do we want to go with gossip or I'm, I'm on board with oh, gossip. Okay. Yeah. Can we, gossip. Can we do gossip and? No, I, I think I think yeah. Carport of tongues makes a lot of sense. That's gossipy. Okay. gossipy. okay so the second half, because this is one we, I just have to wrap my head around. Oh, this makes sense. You have to. Yeah. You yeah. never bury what you chase. You never bury what you're gonna chase. Yeah. Yeah. No, like as in you leave so it you revealed. Don't let it go. <laughs> well, no. If you like bury like. In my mind, if we're going with the carport of tongues, which is where you're gossiping to the point that you could be cutting ties or burning bridges mm-hmm. or hurting feelings, you're, <gasps> you're burying, burying the things that you want, right? Yeah. Like you, you don't like don't watch what you say because you might be cutting off your future opportunities, right? Yeah. Wow, that one just makes sense. So now, so now we need to come up with some stories about that. Okay, so life is like a carport of tongues. You never bury what you're going to chase. So, Michelle, I know you hate gossip oh my gosh i tried on this podcast to be like here's a nice podcast i like michelle went to listen to it and you were like no i was like why would you like such a terrible anxiety inducing thing so i live a lot of my life um i have an anxiety disorder i am very open about it i am finally medicated for it which i wish i'd done earlier in my life uh okay hold on hold on hold on (laughs) 
She's medicated for it. Before that, she was a mess. And she made... (laughs) (laughs) I swallowed water right before that happened, and I'm sorry, Queenies. I almost spit-take into your beautiful equipment. It it almost sounded like you actually said gulp. (laughs) (laughs) That was a gulp. That was a genuine gulp. The nerve. The nerve of this woman. She had children. She had children that that were also a mess. Because we are not old enough to take the medication that she takes. And whenever we get stressed out about things, she's like, oh, just chill. (laughs) Why are you freaking out? I white knuckled this for 37 years. You all can deal with it. But like, but like, you can't, you can't just act like it's so easy now that you're, now that you're just old enough for it. I will say that of our four-person household, I'm pretty sure a solid 75% of us have anxiety disorders. <laughs> I'd say more like 80. So I'm someone has five. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, I have. There's somebody that has has a slight amount of <laughs> disorder, smidge. but it's 2023. Who does that? Right. Yeah. You have to be comatose to not have any anxieties. All right. So, um, but yeah, so I have an anxiety disorder, which means that I get anxious about things that I. I think it means right? that your like, children curse you for their genetics because that just happens. <laughs> <laughs> you know, such is life. Um, so, I live a lot of my life telling myself nobody's paying attention to you it's fine oh yeah and so like when i hear gossip it is often about people paying attention to people that they should have just been leaving alone and it really messes with the perspective i need to have to function in the world yeah i find myself often saying like it's not about you Everyone is their own main character of their story. They don't care about you. They don't see you. No one's watching how silly you look when you grunt because you're lifting this weight at the gym. Nobody saw you, you know, trip on this. But then there's a whole podcast about listen to this loud grunter at the gym. Right? (laughs) And And then there's my gym where everybody just stares at you as you lift the weight. And you, and like, and like, uh, I don't know, like, Charles over there just lifted it with such ease that you have to look like you can lift it with such ease. Fuck Names you. have been changed. Fuck to you, Charles. Anderson. Oh, this is like oh, it's a real example of a child. Nope, nope. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. So anxiety. I, I have a story. Well, no, I have a oh, story for life is like a carport of tongues. You never bury what you're going to chase. That I think fits really well. That I don't think I've ever told on this podcast. So um, this Aww. makes me think about. I, I'm, not, I'm just trying not to make this story too long, but you do know podcast listeners, that I was laid off from a uh, career as a full-time professor. I had tenure. I got laid off from a really bullshit claim of not having any money when they absolutely did. I won't belabor all of that point. But um, it was a very, very, very contentious. Students threw themselves to the ground with locking arms in protest and had to be carried out at the board vote to decide if they were going to lay off. They they laid off um, 30% of the faculty. And so it was a huge, giant fight, huge thing. And, um, but the board voted to, to, to do this. And I was in, I was a mess. I was, I had a very, very hard time after this. Um, and I was making dinner one night and my phone rang and it was, I never answer my phone when it's a number I don't recognize because who does? 
Um, and I answered it and I'm like literally like, you know, making dinner with one hand very absentmindedly. And the person on the other end was calling from um, the Moms Demand Action, the the gun, act, like anti-gun activist group asking for donations. But I couldn't really listen to what she was saying because my mind had blanked out because she gave her name. And she said, I'm just going to say the name. It's public. Say it. She said, this is Joan McGivney. Fuck you, Joan McGivney. <laughs> can, can you please, you know, donate to Moms Demand Action? And my brain shorts out. And I go... Joan McGivney, the St. Louis Board of Trustees member? And there's a long pause. And she goes, <laughs> how do you know that? I'm like, you just ruined my life. <laughs> and she goes, what? <laughs> and I said, I was a faculty member at St. Louis Community College. And, and she went, oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. So she's like, well, but it says here. And I guess she had, like, still had my information from when I was, like, an undergrad or whatever. She's like, well, it says here that you live over by Kansas City. I'm like, nope, no, I live in St. Louis. I was an award-winning faculty member at your school, uh, you know, and still am, actually, but for the next month or whatever. And, like, so she started trying to give me these. Because she obviously has some fact sheet about me. She's like, well, it says here you're only, like, what was I, 30 two at the time says you're only 32 you're young you'll be fine i'm like okay like you i'm like that's obviously not true like there's not tenure track jobs like i spent my the six years at postgraduate school in a community college like i'm never gonna get a job at a four-year university now you should know that and if you don't know that you shouldn't be a board of trustee absolutely um i was just like I, i got to say like literally every single thing that i wanted to say to her credit she sat there and listened. Didn't hang like, up well, she you. probably wasn't allowed to hang up. <laughs> like that probably like if you're doing call bank stuff for things, you're not allowed to hang up. Right? Oh, good. That is a good fact to know that yeah. if someone you need to talk to calls you at a call bank, they can't. They have to listen. I bet, I bet she stopped giving her name or at least her oh, last name after that. Yeah, I bet. I bet that she probably did. But yeah, I, I bet you're like one. I bet like I would assume that she would not be allowed to hang up. But that would be. I, I mean, it is in the top like three most absurd uh, things that ever happened to me because I was just I was like. Is this real life? Like, the woman who just yeah. ruined my life is calling me during making dinner? Like, what is happening right now? So That's the kind of thing you angrily fantasize about. Yeah. But not in a way that you want it to happen. Oh, and... that is enraging. <sighs> and, uh... Yeah. Uh... So, so you, you never bury what you're going to chase. If you want my mom's demand money donations, don't ruin my career. <laughs> yeah. Life is like a carport of tongues. You never bury what you're going to chase. I think we might get through all of these. Do you want to get to the next one? All right. We, yeah, we only have two left. Cool. Let's do it. All right. Random number generator. Random number generator. Do you want number one or number two? Let's at least do all of these. I'm the in charge. One or two. We're going to do the one closest to three. When you want to blank, pause. I said two. When you want to blank, pause, and blank instead. Two verbs. It's good. When you want to acquire, pause and what smash? <laughs> Perfect, done. I think everyone knows what that means. <laughs> That's just solid advice right there. <laughs> I don't want to discuss this one. No, no, I don't think it needs discussion. I think we all just rubber stamp 
and say agreement says when you want to acquire pause and smash it's good advice for any moment in your life what about me do you but you said it don't you think it's good advice um um (laughs) i mean no (laughs) that sounds like it would be awful in almost every scenario okay um Charles has just made you feel bad because he lifted more weights than you. Then you smash stuff, and then you get kicked off the team. Mm. <laughs> has anyone had a, um, you wanted to acquire something and you smashed and that went well? So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna like tell the team, oh, by the way, I was on this, I was on this special episode of this podcast, and they're gonna listen to it and be like, which one of us is Charles? <laughs> I know it's you. I know it's you. <laughs> yeah, th- that's it. That's it. I've, oh, I have smashed reputations, <gasps> and it has gotten me what I wanted. Just saying. She didn't get that from me. <laughs> no, she, no, she didn't. Genetics, just saying. I, I am more thinking when you want to acquire some sort of belonging some sort of private good pause and smash capitalism is dead uh, <laughs> i was thinking yeah i was thinking like a smash and grab is that what it's called what is it called oh. when you break everything <laughs> i mean that's not even stuff. what i say but i mean i guess that fits too <laughs> well at callback ayla has a theory about db cooper <laughs> that yeah. he didn't want money because it's mysterious. Why he did he ask for that? Why did he never? Yes, he wanted to smash capitalism. Ayla? He just wanted to steal. So he was like this psychopath that was like, I'm sick of life. So he he decides that he is going to like steal $200,000 just from anyone. From the government. From the government. Because he hates the from government. From the government. But like anyone in general so, is good. So you believe it was just like an anti-capitalist suicide? Yep. And he jumps off the plane. I mean, he wasn't trying to commit suicide. He you don't know that. I think he two, was. Asked for two parachutes. I, I think I think maybe he was. Um, okay. All right. Because we never found a body. So I think that he like jumped out, and this was planned. And he had a friend that like hid the money. Uh, probably like died of like I don't know natural Put natural out, causes or something. Left just enough money out in the wilderness. Like, oh, it must be out here in the wilderness. No, no, he like he went. He like ran away. He hid the body. He ran away with the money and like died of some other reason. Um, and he he died in those woods where the two thousand dollars were found. Hmm. But it's because he wanted to smash capitalism. Yep. Have you ever had smashing? So smashing? he did. He did die though. Yeah. So, and what what I like about Grant's interpretation of this is that it it suggests that the acquiring is within some sort of system, right? That like yeah. whenever whenever you've been pressured yeah. by some system yeah. that you need to because acquire is different than just get, right? Yeah. Like because like get Ooh. something like acquire is like tied to this concept of wealth yeah. and status. Mm-hmm. So whenever you desire that kind of thing smash whatever the system is telling you that instead. So just it's the very impulse to acquire. Yeah. Is what you're smashing. Yeah. Yeah. You dismantle it. High five. Yeah. yeah. That was a bad <laughs> sound. High five for sound. Yeah. Um, oh that that 
peak descent. I see it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just want to say, once a climber, always a climber. Uh, I, I can't help <laughs> take the, the word acquire into my climbing knowledge. So. Social climbing? No. No. <laughs> Alice daughter <laughs> We don't do social climbing. We do climbing with other people and don't talk to anyone. There are reasons we have slips that you hand to people. So there's no, no there's talking. no no social. There's no vocal contact. Anti-social so, climbing. Yes. So there are these moments when like maybe you made like a jump or something, but you grab the hold, but you're like slipping off of it and you're like you, you like haven't you haven't gotten it and you're like shaking and you're like about to fall off and what you do is you just tell your body no don't fall until you have like success until you either fall or like you grabbed it and that that is like the great the great way of saying acquire because it's just like it's just like you feel it in your entire body like oh yes I have it now it but is, is acquire before you smash you smashing to the ground Acquire before you smash yes. the ground. Yes. Yes. Top it. Top it before you fall. I hope you're at your next climbing match. And when you do that, you're like, no smash. Acquire. <laughs> and you scream that. Can they talk while they climb or no? What would happen if you made noise while you're, if you said um, something? I don't can, think anybody cares if you talk. You nobody just can't cares talk, if I talk to the climber on okay, the wall. Okay, so please yell. Acquire! I think I know Smash. The next, the next thing that I have is regionals, so it's important. So maybe don't Hulk out and say Smash. I'm gonna be in front of like the judges that decide. Like, yeah, don't do that. The very important people. Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> okay. I think we can do. We have one left. We have one left. One number left. random number generator. No choice. No choice for you. Announce. Wait. I choose one. <gasps> okay, how so I will awesome! Put I will put I will put one here because there there's a random number in this one. Wow. Oh, oh, cool! A noun, a noun in the noun is worth one in the noun. <laughs> <laughs> so three nouns. Actually, you haven't drawn one, Michelle. Do we still need one more? Yeah. Okay. ASMR. A. Orange. In the Monday <laughs> is worth one in the forehead. <laughs> <laughs> what? All right. An orange in the Monday is worth one in the forehead. All I can think of is that commercial, the head on, apply directly to the forehead. Head on, <laughs> apply, apply directly, directly to the, to the forehead. forehead. Um, so, I it, would it be weird to make like... Yes. A... <laughs> That's fair. That's <laughs> fair. <laughs> I I haven't I haven't said many things that aren't weird <laughs> in my entire life. So all right, go ahead. Would it be weird to do what? Make a product <laughs> about so like 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 what you said the commercial. We we need to make something that is orange to get your vitamin C. That's that on is Mondays like, via yeah. your forehead. Yeah, 
You just do it weekly. It just you just do it weekly. And or it happens John apply directly back to, to Monday. Your... <laughs> so now I'm thinking of like those little like the little gel things you put in your toilet. Like yeah, the, yeah. You just put that on your forehead for the day. <laughs> so the thing is, the got thing my is, vitamin is that, C. Uh, everyone who tried it like died of cancer, but everyone's like, no, it's not bad for you until like a hundred and forty-five years later. Very specific number, I know, because it's exactly that many years. And they're like, yeah, maybe, maybe we should actually like do research and make sure that it's not gonna give people. Uh, cancer and kill them we gotta make the orange thing i mean so okay some just some random associations here like there's always the like the monday right the monday to represent the kind of standard work week and the grind and the nine to five and you know you because it reduces stress none of those things reduce stress (laughs) no 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 the product the stress the product we're gonna make that will eventually give thousands cancer um, and Shh, we don't know that. Can't prove allegedly. It. Well, and then <laughs> I think oranges are always interesting because of the the scurvy connection and like yeah. the, I mean, so there's that right, like the getting a solution to a very specific problem, right? Like I think there's maybe a metaphor in there. Well, I, can you read the thing again? A orange in the Monday is an orange in the Monday is worth one in the forehead. I was I was thinking here of like having an orange on Monday is equivalent to a conceptual orange in your head. So your if you, brain is the orange. But but what would that mean? It, tell mean, me more. It means thinking of an orange is equivalent to having one on Monday. Tell me more. <laughs> that, that's all I got. No, 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 no. Keep talking, Grant, please. Ooh, no, no, no. What Grant just said made me think of something really cool. <laughs> High five. <laughs> Finger touch. <laughs> no. I'll, I'll just sit here. Touch my fingers. Michelle will never, never touch my hand again. <laughs> so I have a friend who was telling me about this research into the placebo effect and how you can take like a particular medicine out of a cup like that looks like the speci- like you can be like, I'm going to take this medicine out of this yellow cup. And, like, if you do it enough times, you train your body to associate the medicinal effect of the thing you're taking from that cup that you can then just drink, like, water from that cup. And you're, like, for, it will you will have the physical effect of that medication or whatever it was. Now, until eventually your body's like, wait, wait, hold on. What? It's very nocebo-y. Well, it's just placebo effect, not the opposite. Well, but I think that 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 what you were saying reminds me of that, right? Yeah. That, like taking an orange every Monday and thinking about an orange, which isn't there research into saying that like if you spend time thinking about like running, you can become yeah a more effective runner. If you spend time <laughs> thinking about like playing an instrument, you can become a better, more effective player of that instrument. I was laughing because that made me think of the one Jane Jensen computer game that we played <gasps> together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, was it Gray Matter? It's was a it's a video game called Gray Matter by Jane Jensen. Do you know who Jane Jensen is? She made Gabriel Knight. Oh, I love Gabriel Knight. Tetalo, Tetalo, take, take our, our bride. bride. Um, <laughs> I really hope that my coaches don't listen to this podcast because if they ever hear this episode, they're just gonna be like, "This is why," because they're always they get they get us to do these um these things called 
visualization where oh. you just where you just go and you picture yourself climbing and you're like yeah. okay just just remember do, doing that and breathe but and there's like, so much research feel that if, your chakras like from everything from exercise to it's kind of manifesting stuff to if you want to eat something and you think about what does it look like what does it smell like what does it taste like you can get that craving to go away but this video game is entirely about kind of a mad scientist um disgraced academic professor who runs experiments with a bunch of people and he makes them visualize like murdering people and collectively they can do it oh like if he gets enough people thinking about it at the same time it actually happens yeah. so it's like the key to telekinesis is collectivism but that's also the stephen king book oh which, Wait, yes oh yes. yeah 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 um, what was it the institute was it that one yeah, where yeah. there's a ton a of kids of, yeah. that have telekinetic powers, and they put them all in a room to assassinate political leaders yeah, together. Yeah, Why is that something in the zeitgeist, like collective destructive telekinesis? Which is really interesting because I just read, again, Vonnegut. I, well, maybe not again. Maybe it's been a while since you heard me talk about Vonnegut. I don't know. Um, but <laughs> report on the Barnhouse effect, which is about a single person who can do that and, like, the collective attempt to harness that power, right? I know where to go with that, but yeah, yeah. So Monday. So an orange in the Monday is worth one in the forehead. So something about positive thinking. Not necessarily positive, just thinking. Thinking, <laughs> thinking produces outcomes beyond the conceptual orange. Thinking. <laughs> Oof. Well, we don't have to come up with the saying. We have no, the saying. No. Like these are the sayings. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm so trained. Yeah. I'm like, okay, it's been about. Got, Two hours. Get, yeah. da, 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 da. No, the saying's already done for us. An That's orange in that do. Monday is worth one in the forehead. We just have to do. tell some stories about that. Yeah. So what Which are, we kind of are... just did yeah. together. together. Okay. Collect- okay. Collectively, and then we kill a political leader. Allegedly. <laughs> oh, we all had someone in my heart. Everyone got very quiet. <laughs> we were just picturing, we were like, Hmm. You, you could see us <laughs> Actually, all looking at the ceiling. What I was picturing is what political leader is going to die the day this podcast comes <gasps> out. What are, what are we going to get arrested for? <laughs> I'm excited to find out. Let's go. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Who's listening at this point? <laughs> can we? Can we? Ah! Sorry. You squished me. Sorry. This squished. was maybe not a good idea. I'm over here, Ella. I'm going to give them to you. Eh, are we gonna end? How are we gonna end? Oh, uh, when they kick us out, <laughs> we're just gonna be like, "Sorry, they're dragging us out the door." That is a good ending. That's very um, Beatles off the roof. Uh, who else has been dragged off famously? Anyway, who else has been? Oh no! Oh, no! The door! I think our time. Our time's up, Alan. Oh! Oh! We've got to go. Oh no! I, we'll never go. Join hands. Michelle won't touch my hands. Michelle, we can never be happy. I'm going to go into the void. We have to pirate enough to be (gasps) shiny. Sparkle pirate, sparkle. Oh my God, is this how we are? Okay, bye. Bye. So I just realized, you know this, how I didn't know how to pronounce this? Yeah. I wrote it. (laughs) 